Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I suppose the cowardly and the callous bombing of Dublin and Monaghan back in 1974, May the 17th, as a memorial gone up in Talbot Street in relation to this. I know the Taoiseach was speaking at the memorial in Talbot Street in central Dublin, near where one of the three Dublin bombs exploded. Mr. Minister Martin said that those who died on that Friday had been parents, children, partners, siblings, and especially, uh, poignantly, he said, included one pregnant woman. And uh, you all remember that. It was probably one of the worst part of the troubles that we ever had. Um, so many people, 33 people died that particular day. Many of you may remember where you were or where your mother and father might have been on that particular day. Uh, but John joins us on the line. John, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Hi, how's it going? Good. I'm glad to, see, glad, glad to see the troubles are all behind us now, thankfully, and we yeah. won't, hopefully won't be seeing that again. But it, I, can, I can remember when it happened. I'm 58 years of age, but I remember my dad talking about it at the time when the bomb went off. But you were a little bit closer than I was. Well, I was 50, I'm 52, so I was only four at the time. So, um, I'll tell you what, I'll stop with him. I'll stop with one hand. Right, so, it was it's kind of basically a happenstance, and I'll give you the background quick. There's my mum, my dad, my dad's passed away since, and then three brothers, I'm the eldest. So I was only four at the time. Yeah. And my dad at the time was a bookbinder. He had his own business there, Gardner Street, one in the basement. So because it was my mom, my dad, and myself of the as an infant, uh, my mom worked there too. So the way it worked was we'd all go in. I was brought in, we didn't put childcare in like that. And I'd be there playing away, whatever they'd be working. All the, all the guy giving hours. And myself, my mom would bring me down down to a chipper that was down on Talbot Street at uh, half five. Basically, when you get chips and bring them back and you have dinner. It, was, it wasn't Damasio's by any stretch of the imagination, was it? I don't know the name. It was, oh, but, uh, beautiful yeah, chips yeah, there, Damasio's. Yeah. 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 So, I actually ended up getting sick, as in like cold or something like that. So, my mom decided not to bring me in and not go in. So, obviously, my dad went in and uh, he didn't follow our rules. He followed his own rules. So, he went down at five o'clock and got his chips and whatever. And when he got back, he was literally down the stairs, put the key in the door to go back into work, and the bomb went off. And they saw the glass and all the, the buildings of Germany, he just went, oh, out. And he got shared in it. And as far as I know, there was a, a good few people killed in the chipper and outside the chipper. Yeah. So, as I said, it just happenstance I wasn't there. And then, ironically, my mother uh, was expecting my second brother, Kevin, a couple of months later. So... Either either my father could have been killed if he went down a half, half five, or myself, my mom could have been killed with. Obviously, my if it, if it had been the day before, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it was just pure. And it, 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 is the, it is that kind of thought of being in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the right time, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, I'm, like, you think about it. Like obviously, I've read about it, my kids have learned about it and all that. I told them the story, and they're like, they can't, you know, couldn't believe that happened. I said it was just the time it was, you know. And yeah, Ireland, yeah, yeah. I suppose Ireland is such a small country in the sense that if we go back to 1974, we were more of a community then. Um, you know, everybody knew somebody, like the Stardust, for example. Everybody knew somebody who knew somebody who was there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah and there was yeah. that kind of sense. Now, I know in Monaghan on the same day, many people were killed as well because obviously the bombs were designed to go off in and around the same time. But looking at the pictures, 
the damage that was done, the, it was devastating. I mean, the, the amount of shops that were damaged, the amount of people who were killed or injured, yeah. many, many, by the way, more were injured as well in that, not just the 33 yeah, that were actually and killed. Lot, and a lot of them that were killed were all young women as well. Yes, and, of course. I think one was full, she was full term. She was, well, uh, one of them was a pregnant woman. Um, she was yeah, pregnant as yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You know. And do you, do, you often, do you often think about it? I mean, it's something that I haven't heard mentioned, actually, in a long time, the Dublin Monaghan bombings. And I haven't heard well, it mentioned. It, it, well, it only comes up, like, when the kids are doing stuff in school. They're more still teenagers now. But, like, they did, they kind of covered it. They went to an educated together school, so they covered everything. Yeah. And they really did history and, you know, teach of other countries and all that. And it came up, obviously, to do with the trouble. Yeah. The time, so... Um, it was kind of big then. But like my family is like restless. Like my my grandmother, her mother, uh, was actually when she was small, she was there when the that, that lancer was shot off the horse back in back in the the rising. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. my family been because <laughs> she lived down the keys there when she was small. Uh, so she witnessed she witnessed that happening. Do you know what I mean? And that was in our history books as well. So. People are people are asking, by the way, why are we all talking about it at the moment? Well, of course, it was May the 17th, so it was yesterday. I yeah. suppose the anniversary was yesterday. And it'll be 50 years, actually, in two years' time, it'll be 50 years. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Exactly yeah. But as I said, we've moved on now, sort of. You know what I mean? And yeah, of course, of course, of course. And I, I I would hate to think anything like that would ever happen again. But it just the reason I wanted to talk to you, John, today, it was just the point of, I suppose, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you could have been, if it had been the day before, you could have been in yeah, the middle of it all. Yeah, we were just, just lucky. Just yeah. Sure luck. Okay, well, yeah, listen, John, lovely okay. talking to you. And thanks, by the way, yeah, for bringing back that memory for us. All right. All right, there you go. There's John. And, and many other people, by the way, and if you have, by the way, please contact us. The number is 87 We're talking about uh, the Monaghan Dublin bombings or the Dublin Monaghan bombings that were on May the 17th back in 1974. And as I said, Ireland was a very different place at the time. You know, there was 5 million people in this country now. But at that time, there was only about 3 million, if probably even less. And it was more of a community as well. The Irish people were very different then. I mean, the same, say, with the Stardust, for example. At the time... Everybody knew somebody who knew somebody who was there. That that's the way Ireland operates, isn't it? Particularly, you know, it is kind of community spirit. And it was a tragedy to see, you know, so many people, you know, hundreds of people were injured, but thirty-three people died, including, as I said, one pregnant woman. And Michal Martin talked about it yesterday when they when they were opening the memorial there on Talbot Street. And it was along Talbot Street. It was a busy street, as far as I remember. Some of the shops that were destroyed were Woolworths, and a few others were destroyed along there. He mentioned the Chipper as well, which many people would have been in at the time. The one I was thinking of, which the chip I was thinking of, was just around the corner of Marlborough Street, which would have been Damasio's. It did lovely chips in there, by the way. And um, it was just absolutely shocking at the time. And everybody probably knows somebody or knows somebody who knows somebody who was there. Although it was 50 years ago now. Maybe it was your mum or dad or somebody else that might have been there at the time and helped with the cleanup. Because in those days, too, it was very different. I looked at, I looked at the pictures yesterday, some of the pictures. And if that happened now, for example you would have all the emergency services rushing to it. Immediately, you would have police, you would have special armed unit, response unit, because it's a terrorist act. You would have all them would be there, I would like to think, efficiently within five minutes. In those days, that didn't happen so quickly. And a few guards might have, you know, kind of ran there to try and help as much as they can. But generally speaking, it would be the people that would help. And if you look at those photographs, you can see that. It's the ordinary, everyday people that were helping 
other people who are injured, who are helping to, you know, go through the rubble and all this kind of stuff. Whereas nowadays, a lot of that sort of stuff is done a lot more clinically and forensically. And it has to be, obviously. But in those days, it was very, very different. We just did what we could. We mucked in when something like that went tragically wrong. Uh, the number is 87 That's 87 To go to Jacinda. Is it Jacinda, you're on Ireland's Classic. It's Adrian Jacinda. Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, Jacinda, you, do you remember this as well? I do. Okay. I do. Um, myself, at the time, I just turned uh, um, seven. Uh, my birthday was on the 15th of May that year. And my brother was going on 10. Um, we were in town with my dad. And we were shopping for shoes for my communion. Um, we had just been into Guinness uh-huh. and um, my dad was kind of, you know, getting the ladies up for shoes and she said she didn't have my size. So my dad said, OK, look, we'll head home. We had just left Guinness, crossed the road and was heading down towards Connolly Station. OK. And just remember, big boom. Um, my dad, obviously, being as small as we were, <laughs> and I remember my arm was nearly pulled down my socket. And we had to take cover in all the, yeah. you know, the canopies. Yeah. Uh, it would have been over the shop. And right, that was yeah. one memory in my head is the candy striped canopies. Uh, my dad just picked us up and ran for the train. Uh, it's, it's a day like we never forget. You know, I mean, that's my and can memory. You, can you brother. still visualize the, the kind of mayhem that was happening at that moment yeah. when that bang happened? Yeah, just, just the people kind of shouting and everybody just running everywhere. But just basically my feet left the ground. That's all my memory. I can imagine are, as, know, a child, as a child, as a child that young, that would have been quite shocking. And, and, it was. Yeah. And the only thing was, the kind of things that will always stand out in my head as well because my communion was obviously the following week. Yeah. And I had to have black shoes with my white dress. <laughs> and, you know, you take out the photographs and people say, well, why are we wearing black shoes? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, because I was lucky to be there, make my communion on the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously you'd see the photos coming up every so often, you know what I mean? I have one actually on my phone that I'd keep. And when the anniversary comes around, I look at it and I say, gosh, you know, I am lucky to be here because it's one I have at Top Street and Gynish. And, and isn't, that, isn't that things that we think about in life sometimes that if, if for example, I had a, if you had left that shop, uh, yeah. You know, guidance when you were getting your shoes. If you'd have left, say, um, two minutes earlier, yeah, that you yeah. would have been closer to the impact of the bomb. I know, but that's what my dad said. Like, yeah. you know, said if it had your size, we might not be here today. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it sticks out in my head. You know, obviously my dad is still alive. You know what I mean? He'd be 19 now this year. And, you know, it, it comes up and he says, you know, somebody was thinking of us that day. And I look, and I was explaining just before you come on there, when I look at the photographs, I mean, I, I would have been quite young, of course, but I do, I actually do remember my mum and dad talking about it the day it happened. I remember being on the news and all that. I, again, I was only a child as well at the time, I would have been eight or nine years of age, but uh, 10, actually, maybe. But in saying that, like, we were a very different country at the time. And when you see those photographs, I mean, nowadays, if that happened, you would have the special response unit, you'd have a million ambulances there, fire yeah. tenders, they'd be there within minutes. But in those days, all you would have had, and you can see it in the photographs, a few guards who would have been local, who would have ran to the scene and helped as much as they could. But it would mm-hmm. have been the people themselves that would have given the dig out and gone through the rubble and helped people out. And you can see all the people helping those who were on the ground, assisting those who were injured or whatever it was. It was the people, we were more of a community when those Absolutely. kind of disasters happened. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's shocking to think that, you know, that many people, 33 people died, uh, you know, the Dublin Monaghan bombings. And, you know, so many people were injured, by the way, as well. I mean, they were. They were. As I say, we were lucky. Like, if my mother was, you know, obviously you didn't have phones those days. No. You couldn't ring home and say, we're safe, don't worry. But, like, that my mother was at home with, with two others, you know, that way, waiting for us to come home, walk in the door to retrieve us. And that that's something I, that people nowadays don't understand. When, yeah. when your child went out, you know, or your daughter, your son, or when I say child, your daughter, your son went out, and something happened in Dublin, be it like the Stardust, be it like, mm-hmm. you know, these bombings or whatever, you didn't know if your child was safe until they got home. Yeah, and like as I said, you didn't have the dart or anything, so there were the old trains, yeah, you know, right, stopping yeah, and starting. So, you know, yeah. it wasn't, for my mother and that, it probably seems forever until yeah. we got home. I mean, we were we were living out in Holt, so, you know, still do, but, you know, it probably still seemed like forever till the time we got home. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Orty will run some documentaries over the weekend to celebrate the anniversary. When I say celebrate, to remember the anniversary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Listen, thanks for sharing your story with us. <laughs> Jacinta. Right, no, Appreciate you coming on. No problem whatsoever. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. David, you're an Ireland's classic kids. David, how are you doing? How are you, Noel? How's it going? Yeah, your uncle and wife and two kids sadly were killed in it. My condolences to you. That's horrendous to even think yeah, back yeah. of that. Yeah, um, so I was obviously wasn't born at the time. I'm, I'm only 26 now myself. But um, it had a big, big impact on me, on my mother and my me, me grandmother and, and the, the rest of the family. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. the day went out, um, you were doing that shop, and I think he got some sort of tax back or some sort of money he got back. My uncle did at the time, and um, he was in shopping with his, with his wife and uh, um, three-year-old and fifteen-month-old uh, baby, and they were in shopping as a family. And um, this, was this wasn't there, uh, by the way, Catherine Doyle Ellis, was it? No, it was the oh. O'Brien family. Oh, Anna O'Brien, was it? Anna O'Brien, yeah. And, yeah. and Johnny's, Johnny's my uncle, my mother's brother, you know. And the daughters were Jacqueline and Anne-Marie, is that right? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they were being cousins, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they, they, that happened to them and they, they never come home, unfortunately. And um, like, I just don't think there's enough being done to, to try and get the people that done that as well. And uh, well, no, Nobody has ever been arrested for it. Nobody's ever been, been charged. No. But like, as... as um, the councillor, um, which one is it now? The one that the councillor is it the inner city one? What's his name with the glasses? I think his name. Which would oh, well, it'll come to me in a second as well. I know the one you're talking about. Sorry? I know the one you're talking about. It's going to come to me in a second as well. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was speaking at I think it's the fortieth one, and the very words that he said, he said the dog on the street knows that who did it. He said it's just the fact of the matter of a. Uh, well, everybody does know who's responsible. We, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. So. Like um, that, that had a very big impact on my family. Like, do you know what I mean? That, um, because it loosened a whole lot of them in in, in the one go. And my man was only. So it was Christy Burke. I think happened. you were talking about, was it? Christy Burke. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Ellis was coming into my head, but it was yeah. Christy Burke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's the one that said that, and it was a powerful speech that he made that day. I think it was the 40th, the 40th anniversary. It was um, when when he when he said that, and uh, basically like. My mum wasn't meant to go. Like my mum was, I think she was eleven at the time, and she was meant to go in with, with my uncle Johnny that that day. And uh, she, my grandmother was like, "No, no, you have to stay at home." And blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But she could have been. Uh, that could have happened to her then. I obviously wouldn't be here. Do you know you wouldn't mean? be born. I mean, it just goes to show you. This is what I was saying to the previous caller, Jacinta, as well. That you know, if she had left the shoe shop in Guinea's with her dad, you know, two minutes earlier, she would have been in the middle of the bop. That you know, where the impact area, I suppose. And it's all about her timing, isn't it? And 
yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just shocking for, for you and your family that that had such a massive impact on your mm-hmm. family, where four, um, four of your family members, essentially, or, or extended family, were yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's it. And uh, we'd be always asking me, man, was it, what was he like? What was, what, what was he like? And what did he sound like? And she was always telling me he was a lovely man. And then she, she, I remember she was away, and uh, she was actually, we moved down, down to the country at the time, and then um, she was uh, having a drink some night in, in the local bar where we built it and she was talking to some fella down there and he actually, he was telling me about like our brother and all and he was saying that uh, he was actually one of the fire, the fire brigade men that was pulling people out through the rubble and all and it was, it was just weird the way he was just out uh, having a chat with somebody. He was there as well as a, as a fireman in, in Parnell Street when, when that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I mean, and it is just shocking. I look at, again, my condolences to you and to your family. I mean, I know it was a long time ago, and I mean, people say time is a great healer. It's a bit of a cliche, to be honest with you, but but because of the devastating effect, and similar to many other things that, and tragedies that happened in this country, I mean, the only two that I can remember off the top of my head are the Dublin Monaghan bombings, and obviously the the Stardust was another, another great tragedy, uh, where one family actually lost three children. Uh, but in this situation, of course, there was four people in the same family, and and they were your family, David, your uncle and uh, wife and two yeah. kids, all taken on the same day. That's, that's I, it, yeah. Okay, and, I, and I'm sorry to hear that, David, and thanks for thanks for sharing that with us. No, today, no, no, no problem, yeah. All right, okay, and and he's right by the way. Christy Burke obviously has done some great work talking about it in the past, and yes, and people are saying, why was nobody ever charged? Uh, well, I think for the obvious reasons, isn't it? I think we all know why nobody was ever charged. It's in relation to obviously what was going on in the troubles at the time and members of the IRA. I mean, look, but if somebody was guilty of it, um, somebody should be charged. Um, there are people out there who believe you shouldn't revisit that kind of stuff, that it was part of a war, inverted commas. But that's kind of unacceptable, isn't it? Um, some of the messages, by the way, coming in on WhatsApp um, as well. Uh, the number is 087-188-008, by the way, if you want to send us a WhatsApp message or a voicemail. And people talking about the bombings and talking about all that kind of thing. And I understand for some for some people, by the way, it brings back a very bad memory. And maybe something that they want to compartmentalise. Um, and thankfully, by the way, the troubles are over. And hopefully we won't see a return to it. I hope that never happens. Uh, for those of you who don't remember it, and many of you listening today may not have been around for the 1970s for the worst part of the troubles. Uh, you don't want to see it. And you don't want it to happen. You don't want to be in a situation where... And I remember even working in my first gigs... Going back many years ago, you know, the gig would be emptied out on a regular basis in the nightclub. You'd get a call saying there was a bomb in the building and we'd all have to leave. And, ah, oh, it was, you know, thankfully on most occasions, 99% of the time, there was never a bomb in the building. Um, but unfortunately, on that particular day, there was a bomb in the building and it killed a lot of people. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.